0: From the WEEI Studios, the home of Patriots
2: Monday and Friday, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston, always live on the free Odyssey app. One can't help but be positive. Hey.
3: Hour number three, the third and final hour of Fitzy and Dr. Hart here on 93.7 FM WEEI and all across the WEEI sports radio network. Would you like to disagree with the diagnosis of Dr. Hart? Talk some Patriots, float any other crazy ideas, your best bets, props and parlays. We're here and open for it all at 617 779 7937. 7 Maybe you snuck into Mr. Kraft's wedding in New York City last night. Maybe you partied late into the night with Vince Wilfork, Drew Bledsoe, Gerard Mayo, Troy Brown, and Tom Brady. Oh, to only have been a fly on the wall or a cocktail server at that affair. Andy, had you heard anything of the nuptials taking place? Not to say that anyone would have spilled the tea to me or anyone else in Pat's Nation or on the beat, but that kind of came from out of nowhere. Also, was happy to see Moss and brady and Kraft and the whole family back together for a night i had not
1: and but i also think it's weird that people are saying the surprise wedding they had invited everybody to a i forgot what it was called you know touchdowns and something party but i'm sorry <laughs> if <laughs> that's the name touchdowns it was touchdowns and something I, I read it in one of the stories and <laughs> people gonna be like, the name of my new sports bar <laughs> but do you think if just a run-of-the-mill party right do you think that Tom Brady, quarterback of the Bucs. Gerard Mayo, linebackers coach of the Patriots. Like, they're just going to show up on a Friday night, mid-season, week six, to a random party. They all clearly knew they were going to a wedding or they wouldn't have shown up.
2: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Am I wrong yeah. there? Like, you, they knew. They had to have known. They had to
3: have. Of okay, course. Okay, thank
1: you. It wasn't a surprise. Now, I don't know how much notice they got. Maybe the invitations were relative quick turnaround. But mm-hmm. everybody knew it was going. Kenny Chesney was there. Elton John was there. They were there for a reason. They weren't just there for a week six
3: party. Jeez, I know <laughs> it, it, it can't just be out of nowhere. Like wha- that, that's that's the only thing that I, I'll agree with, like the idea that this was came from out of nowhere. Like how in the world? Wait a second. What? I can't. Right. Mr. Kraft's getting married tonight. I thought I was just coming here for like a. F- yeah, no, right. this isn't a it's meeting one- of the touchdown club in Arlington, for God's sakes. And people are flying in from all over the place. It's
1: one thing. You know, some people do this. They pull off weddings where it's just like a Friday night and they invite their 20 closest friends. And oh, my God, why do they have a dress on? And why is there like some regular people can pull this off? Maybe Hmm. Robert Kraft in New York with people flying in in the middle of their busy time. This would be like one of those like a tax preparer. It's like April 14th, and he throws a party, and like all the the tax preparers show up. They didn't know it was going to be a wedding. No, no, no. They're in their busy season. The only reason they showed up is they knew it was something important. That's why these people showed up. They knew it was the wedding. But happy congratulations to him. I don't begrudge him anything. It looks like it was a pretty cool wedding. And any time you have Elton John play for an hour at your wedding, along with Meek Mill and Ed Sheeran and... It's a pretty good, pretty good Sounds like There's
3: such a talented musical roster, Andy, that Bon Jovi doesn't even have to play. Right, they didn't even ask him to. Right, he was just there to take in the show,
1: take in the party, have a little shrimp cocktail, Miller Lite. Ah, shrimp. What's your favorite past hors d'oeuvre at a wedding?
3: Best, best past hors um, d'oeuvre. Let's do it. Power three. Scallop,
1: scallop wrapped in bacon has to be number one. Scallops
3: good, wrapped in bacon is your number one wedding past yeah. appetizer.
1: Absolutely. If it's if it's well done, it is tree Why? What's your number one?
3: Uh hmm jeez i do love got to tell you i do love those little um those little those little chicken parm spring roll like if you ever get like a nice little yeah, uh, those are good love uh i mean i love a good shrimp cocktail i also love the you know what i do love i love the like things that are only served at weddings like the mini quiches or you know um yeah, overrated like, Little like They're like gourmet versions of pizza bagels. Like, it scratches yeah, all like the...
1: puff is- pastries and different things, and you're like, you don't even know what it is. You pop it in and, and decide mid-chew exactly what you're eating. Yeah, I do that, but... I, I, and the shrimp cocktail, you're right. My one... The NFL cut back on its parties over the last decade or so, but the early 2000s Patriots Dynasty AFC Championship parties, the bowls of shrimp cocktail they would put out at those parties in front of the ice sculpture, and I would just... I would just stand there all night long and eat shrimp cocktail till I puked. Those are the shrimp, the huge shrimp that if you the order gel, them at yeah, a they're restaurant, massive prawns, and they're like five bucks a piece if you order them at a restaurant. You know they tell you like five each. And, yeah, I'll have ten shrimp cocktail, and you're like, oh my god, I just spent fifty bucks. I would eat like thirty of them until I was sick to my stomach at these NFL parties. So shrimp cocktail, you're right, that's up there.
3: Yeah, like the the wet like the wedding apps, they're not the same that you would get. Like you're not going to get all your favorite apps that you eat at like Jack and Joes or the Fours or insert your favorite yeah, sports bar here. Yeah, you don't get buffalo here. wings or. Yeah, you're not getting nachos or chicken tenders. You always
1: get like although a, sometimes you get those fancy new age nachos, the singular nacho that's like individually uh, created. Those are the well dressed chip, if you will. Yeah, kinda. That's basically yeah. what it is. But um, yeah, now I'm getting hungry. And sometimes you get like the like uh, skewers, the various mm. skewers of oh, a little chicken and chicken satay, and... A little chicken right there yeah.
3: with the peanut sauce. Yum. Yep. Uh, so those I'm are pretty good too. too. I know. That's... Why are we I doing know. this to ourselves? And and we my, still have an and, hour to and go. And the pork shoulders not coming off the smoker for another three hours. So now I think right, chef hot.
1: To... Chef Hart. Oh, chef hot. You think you know hors d'oeuvres? Who the hell are you to tell me about hors d'oeuvres at a wedding? How many weddings you been to? Talk the hot. My kids, they work at weddings. I got my daughter. She serves uh, cocktails down at the country club, and she broke a nail one night giving out shrimp cocktails. So who are you to tell me?
3: Let's find out if any of the callers can tell you the difference. Uh, Greg is on the line. He would like to discuss the Zap and Mac attack. What's up, Greg?
4: Professor
5: Fitz Dr. Hyde, Dr. Hyde. Uh, No, uh, just... Just my uh, take on Mac Jones. I think the answer is somewhere in the middle. Not exactly a hot take, but I think Mac will just dress and play backup. Oh, so
0: Tomorrow? you do think he'll I mean, dress not? though? Yeah, I Cause... think he'll dress because we don't have we don't really have a
5: backup quarterback. So why not? Even if he's seventy percent, it's better
1: than nothing. What's wrong with Garrett Gilbert? He started a game in this league at least once.
5: Nah. I'd rather have Mac back up with you. <laughs>
1: well, The one thing there is is the old question is, if Mac is, is healthy enough to be one play away from going in, then why not just put him in? That would be the, the sort of the question. Like, how, how healthy is he that you'd make him the backup but not healthy enough to replace Zappi? That's where it gets a little weird.
5: Yeah, I don't really
2: have an answer for that. But, I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, we thinking he's going to be healthy, but...
3: Uh, right. Right.
2: Well, thanks
3: taking my call. Thanks. Anytime, Greg. Thanks for calling in. His line's open, 617-779-7937. That was a nice call.
2: That was a nice much call. Much
3: nicer than Bob. Screw I'm glad you, we got Bob. back on the nicer. nice call track. I like Greg. Greg's nice, Bob stinks. <laughs> and it's as simple as that, huh? Yep. And screw Bob. Any other X factors as far as not? I mean, on the Patriot side, I saw on the socials that uh, I think... I think it was Christian Fourier who tagged us in that piece about Jacoby Myers, rising star. Could it be Jacoby Myers' season? One of the highest-rated receivers so far this year in the NFL. Big game last week. I think your tweet was something along the lines of, "Are we really doing this, or here we go again?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I think you have those already like pre-typed up and ready to go for like every I should tweet, cut and but, paste. Yep. <laughs> um, do you? Are you not buying in on the fact that Jacoby Myers could be playing his best football? At this point. And well, I, I know it's a contract year and he's questionable every week on the injury designation uh, with that designation on the injury report. But can you not buy into the fact that uh, he's really sort of not just fitting in nicely, but becoming one of the most dependable receivers in the NFL? No, I think
1: that's fine. Just don't tell me he's Wes Welker. Or an elite playmaker. though Those are the the next steps that Christian wants to take. The conversation that I'm not willing to do. Or Christian had the audacity to say they were all the same. They were all basically interchangeable. Julian Edelman, West Welker, Troy Brown, Jacoby Myers. And no. I, I think that's not even borderline ridiculous. I think that is ridiculous. No, Jacoby Myers should be playing his best football. He's in his fourth year. He should continue to evolve. He should be smarter, better. And I have always thought he was really good. I just don't think he's a number one receiver. I think if you can have Jacoby Myers, for example, would Wes Welker have been as great if he didn't have Randy Moss? No, I would have been having the same conversation. He's a good player, but I don't know that he can make the plays you need. And I feel that way about Jacoby Myers. If you married him up with what, Nikhil Harry was supposed to be, or Devontae Parker's supposed to be, or who knows where Bourne or Thornton or any of these other guys go, and he can do what he do, which is get you a first down on third down, get open and catch the football, take advantage of zones, use his knowledge, Uh his quickness, all of that, that's great. I just don't think he's a true number one receiver, and I think that's going to bear it out when he hits free agency. He's not going to get elite money. He's not going to be seen, even if he's coming off a year in which he averages, you know, I know he's already missed a couple games, but so the raw numbers may be down. But if he's like a hundred catch type guy, 115 catch type guy, I don't think he's going to get the payday that people might think based on those numbers because of he has some physical limitations and he's not a true number one. Hell, he might not be a true number two the way some people look at it. Some people probably uh, look uh, at him as a third I, receiver. I,
3: I find his game to be fascinating, though, because you know he's slow. You know he was not a receiver by trade, the whole quarterback-turned-receiver thing. And, yeah, the guy does throw a whale of a deep ball. But I, it's just amazing. Every time I think, like, how's he going to be able to get open? They know he's who they're look, he, the quarterback's looking for in third down. You know he's not. But he's just such a good root runner. He's got great hands. Doesn't exactly excel on the outside, as we saw last year with that tough drop in the colts game when they tried to mount the comeback and that was kind of a pivotal one of many pivotal plays though self-inflicted wounds did the men in that game he just continues to surprise me and i would love to see the guy become a star i'd love to see him get paid i'd love to see him stick around before we go to break jim's on the line he's got a surprise entrant uh, entry rather i should say in the uh best wedding past hors d'oeuvres contest jim what do we got
5: Hey, Fitzy and Hart, great show as always. Every sure. Saturday afternoon I check in. Um, so my mystery is mini beef wellington. To get a little filet mignon with the mushroom and the gravy and the pus, oh,
2: puff
0: yeah. pastry, yeah. that
5: is balls. It nails it. <laughs> and that's my take for today. That's it.
1: That's a solid take. Those that's are, all we those need. Those are really good. Really, that's, really good. Have you
3: ever made beef wellington? By, I mean, no. look who I'm talking to. Have, have you ever made it? Has, has Mrs. No. Hart ever made it?
1: No, my brother-in-law has made it. I like it. It's oh, a little too excellent. much work for me. And it's I, I'm a, always it's 12 hours of work for yeah. dinner. And if you screw it up, you've really screwed something up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it's just too risky for me. It's the mushroom, <laughs> much it's the investment. pastry,
3: it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's a... First of all, to make it, it's like a several hundred dollar endeavor. You're getting a... But that's what I
1: mean. Like, if I screw piece of that up, mignon. like... If I screw up a a regular steak or burgers or whatever, okay, I screw, it's not great, it's still edible, but if I go blow a couple hundred bucks on a prime cut of meat and Mm -hmm. it's not good, I'm going to be really angry with myself afterwards. I might as well just, you know, go out to eat or go someplace where they know how to make it right and I don't regret
3: it later. Anything, you know, Jim had me though, like, if if it can fit in a puff pastry, then it's, chances are somebody in a tuxedo is going to be walking around going, may I interest you in blank? And then, oh yeah. Then I'm in. Meat. Cheese, veggies, like there's a whole
1: variable of concoctions that could be in there. And that's my point. You just say yes and then decide mid-bite what you actually
3: said yes to
2: because they're Tuck all Tuck it
3: and puff it and I am in on it. 617-779-7937 is the number. Just about two more breaks, 40 minutes or so to go on this edition of the Fitzy and Hart Show. More calls on the Patriots coming up. We'll get you guys ready for that. We'll also take you around the league before we pass the baton to the Bradfoe Show where we will have a robust discussion on these very intriguing MLB playoffs. But right now, we're going to catch you up on everything else going on in the wide world of sports
2: with Trending Now. Fresh and Keith, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI.
3: d'oeuvre talk and calling Andy a doctor. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEI.com. Whatever gets you there, right, Hardo? Damn right. All right, the Patriots, you know it, they visit the Browns tomorrow. Kickoff is 1 o'clock from First Energy Stadium. Mac Jones, who was limited in practice all week, still listed as questionable and not ruled out for tomorrow's game. Andy, correct me if I'm wrong, but by 4 o'clock today, any other players that need to be ruled out for tomorrow's game uh, that are not inactive, like the actives that the who can play and who cannot and who's considered has to be declared, correct? No, 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 no. But if he, does, if he hadn't
1: traveled, he would have to be downgraded to out. So he is traveling with the Patriots to Cleveland. So he will therefore be in the mix tomorrow morning. He could be a game-dime decision and still be inactive. But if he were not going to travel, they would have had to have downgraded him to out. I
3: can't dig it. Ruled out for tomorrow, wide receiver Nelson Aguilar, defensive back, Jonathan Jones questionable for tomorrow's game the aforementioned Jacoby Myers Andy's favorite Janu Smith and Christian Barmore We're waiting for both of them to have the breakout Andy predicted a while ago, <laughs> but hey So it goes could see a lot of Taekwon Thornton could see a lot of Jack Jones tomorrow Interesting game the Browns they'll be without top corner Denzel Ward as well as defensive end Jadavian Clowney you want to hear about the inactives, you want all the top-flight analysis you can possibly handle before and after the game, then stay locked in on WEEI because beforehand we got Gresh, Keefe, and Wiggy with WEEI Football Sunday from 10 to 1. Then be sure to tune in afterwards soon as the final whistle goes in Patriots at Brownies, the six-rings postgame show with Fitzy and Hart right here on WEEI and across the WEEI Sports Radio Network. In other NFL news, Tua has cleared concussion protocol, but he's already been rolled out until at least week seven. Skyler Thompson gets the nod for the Finns tomorrow against the Vikings. Pretty much everybody is out in the Pittsburgh secondary tomorrow, so Tom Brady should finally have a day down in Tampa against the Steelers. Andy, are the Steelers the worst team in the NFL?
1: Uh, I don't know about it. What about the Bears? The Bears are pretty bad.
3: What a! By the way, two weeks in a row. What did show? Show me on the shield where somebody was touched uh, to give us these god-awful Thursday night games. The primetime schedule has been brutal.
1: Yeah, billion dollars doesn't go quite as far as it used
3: to for uh, Bezos and Amazon, huh? Mm-mm. Poor guy. Can't catch a break. I know. I just uh, Hopefully things will work out for him one of these days. <laughs> in the MLB playoffs, the Guardians tied things up in their ALDS series with the Yankees. That was a 4-2 extra innings win yesterday. Padres, Phillies, and Astros can all advance to the championship series with wins today. Right now in action. Somebody's playing. I wanted to be able to give you a score. We'll get to that. In oh, why a don't you? Oh, at 4 o'clock today, we've got... Well, oh, there we go. In the top of the fourth, you've got Phillies 4-Bravos 2-Game 4. Phillies hold on. They will eliminate your defending World Series champions. Bruins dropped the puck for the home opener tonight against the Coyotes. 7 o'clock at the Garden. Jake DeBrusque ruled out with an upper body injury. Jeremy Swayman expected to get the start between the pipes. Celtics, who wrapped up their preseason last night, they tip off the regular season Tuesday night at the Garden against the 76ers and in college football. You've got a tight one between Mississippi and Auburn, Mississippi ninth ranked in the country, 41 Auburn, 34 Oklahoma taking it to Kansas, 49 to 35 Texas wrapped it up earlier against Iowa State, 24, 21 and Michigan somewhere. El Prez and Tom Brady are smiling. Michigan is up 41-17, over 10th-ranked Penn State. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. We really need new phones.
0: T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch
1: deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, tour.
5: Tour tour.
0: you deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, we're right
2: back to it. Bitsy and hard
0: on WEEI.
2: And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app.
3: Brad Bradfoe Show takes over at 4 o'clock to talk a little baseball, catch you up on some of the recent transactions made by Heim Bloom and your Boston Red Sox, what their offseason looks like and what to expect from these very intriguing MLB playoffs. That happens at 4, but right now we got some more football to talk here on a six-ring Saturday with Fitzy and Hart. Let's throw it now to Mary. She's on the line. She wants to talk about Pats and Brownies. What up, Mary?
4: Hey, Fitzy. Hey, Hart. Uh a long time first time long term. Love that. Um, You love a first time
3: long timer. Welcome.
4: Yeah. Look, everything in New England is committee based. Why are we not talking about if Mac's ready, why would not why would Bill not play both of them?
1: Hmm. Hmm. Quarterback committee. Andy? Hmm. I think that's a bad idea. I think that could go horribly wrong. Um Yeah, generally the rotation. Or it could
4: go horribly right.
1: Well, it could, and I love your optimism, your spin, your rotation, looking at it from the other side. Um, There's just not a great history of that almost anywhere. Are you talking about, like, series to series within a game?
4: Of course. I mean, there's no history from it because people don't do it. But Bill likes trying new things, so he likes to play the game of chess. Why would he not try this out? Just to see. He's got two people who are potentially both, good, but we haven't seen great things from either of them. Try them both out. Play to their strength.
1: Confuse so the ask, other
4: team.
1: Let me ask you a question. So Famously, Bill Belichick uh, went to Tom Brady over Drew Bledsoe and gave him all the number one reps because he said, quote, couldn't get two quarterbacks ready. You can't get two starting quarterbacks ready for a game in practice. There's not enough reps to go around. In your scenario, I think he might be fearing the same thing, that he'd be short short shifting both quarterbacks in practice reps and game reps they wouldn't get the knowledge and the reps and the experience that they needed to put their best foot forward on the field so I think that might be his argument against it
4: maybe I mean I think they practice all year for this I don't see why the difference like 10 minutes before a game like what that makes
1: Uh, I feel like they have
4: the time. (laughs)
1: uh, They certainly could probably find the time. I'm just using his excuse that he used to take Drew Bledsoe's job from him back in 2001. Um, But yeah, it's interesting. If I remember correctly, the old ball coach when he was in Washington who had used Steve Spurrier, he had used multiple quarterbacks at Florida, rotated quarterbacks at Florida. I think he dabbled in rotating quarterbacks um, mm. in washington i'll have to and go back and research go, that it did not go well i don't believe it did not yet i don't think it went well. <laughs> but nothing goes well in washington so that may not be a great no. uh example so uh yeah it's interesting it's something to chew on if zappy continues to play well
3: and they are so ultimately yeah, sure. similar go ahead mary i'm sorry no
4: you're good thanks okay thank up. you i appreciate thanks the call. mary
3: thank you we love a first time long time always give us a shout please feel free. always remember her first the floor and forum are open. The thing is, though, it's not like we're not talking about like Chris Leak and Tim Tebow. We're not talking about like Drew Brees and Taysom Hill. Like, Mac, no, they're the same guy. And yeah, they like literally. Why are we Joke that Bailey Zappi looks like he was brought in because he's Max stunt double.
1: These are like these celebrities that have like this smoke show fiance or wife and then cheat on them with like what appears to be the same type of person. You're like, well, you, you already got. The whole, the sm- like, you have Halle Berry. Why are you uh, cheating on her with Beyonce? Like, what are you doing here? Like, why would the Patriots rotate two quarterbacks that offer? L- yeah, I, I, I appreciate Mary's creativity. I do. I don't think there's a shot in hell that Bill Belichick would or wants to rotate quarterbacks.
3: Okay, Danny, Quincy, Fitzy, oh Hart. What's happening,
5: Danny? Well, first of all, kudos to Wayne for bringing up J.C. Jackson, which is perfectly common and legitimate for any athlete to go to another team wanting his money here and getting kicked out the door and having him fail so far i mean the season could change he could be picking off the ball of the super bowl and you can come back on people like me and wayne when it does if and when it does happen but right
1: and then then you'll call titans fans who You'll call the Titans fans who are laughing at you for paying Jonu Smith for doing nothing. It
2: happens. And listen,
5: in both it goes both ways. Absolutely exactly. really fair, you know. But 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 for Nikki to be so surprised, I mean, oh my God! How could Wayne call up to talk about J.C. Jackson? Well, no, he it wasn't that he school. called
3: up to talk about him, Danny. It was the fact that he needed to add it in as a parting shot. That's what well, surprised
5: me. It's, it's topic, and it was a good one because the other guy to watch is McDaniel's, and 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 and. Uh, Oakland, I say Oakland, Las Vegas. I, it's stupid to say Las Vegas, but he's lucky he's not all for 5. And you guys put him in the Hall of Fame of coaches, along with J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson ran his mouth before the Buffalo game, and then he dropped a pick 6. That would have won the game for the Patriots against Buffalo. So, good. I'm glad. Wayno, good. I'm so, so you wouldn't glad. take
1: J.C. Jackson on this team right now?
5: I didn't want to pay him the money. I thought it was no, no. overrated. That's okay, all, so you that's didn't like him. Said. He he was he no wasn't way. good
1: here. As long as you said he wasn't good here, you're consistent.
5: He was overrated. He, he made plays, but he, he was and he was he 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 thought he was Deion Sanders before De, before he was Deion Sanders. And any player like that who runs his mouth. You prove it. Talk. You know. Do something. Before so you want you Jack talk.
1: Jones off the team?
5: Well, listen, Jack Jones has got to have a talking to. You know. And Ty Law Why? put him in his place, which is good. I'm Ty glad. Law
1: had an idiotic response to that. Ty Law was but, as cocky as oh, they I'd ever were. Ty
5: Law has a pretty good reference point to be able Grumpy to Grumpy old
1: man. Grumpy when old a guy, man.
5: When a guy should open his mouth. Rookies don't open their mouth. You play, do your job, shut up and sit on the bench. <laughs> yeah. Or, right? And the Law same even. goes for Matt Jones. Okay? I, Bill Belichick has been forced into the situation because his number one guy got injured. His number two guy got injured. So now he's forced to play Zappy. And I am with Wayne on that one too. Why why would you risk injury to uh, mm-hmm. a guy who has trouble moving around the pocket as it is? Mm-hmm. And for what? For what? I mean he's not a ten year veteran. He didn't get a hundred million like Bledsoe did. I mean, uh, I just I don't get it. You just ride the hot hand and um I I must say Mac's bad I was sticking up for Mac Jones last year, but you know, his a combination of his injury and his trend. His trend was going down, but then when you say that, you the me oh well, it's the coaching sabotaged him. Like like these like they got puppet strings on the guy. Or they got a wire in his helmet, like saying you must throw the ball to Parker in a fifty-fifty situation. You cannot, even if he's covered, he still has the final say on the field. He's it's his decision. His so decision making was kind of. So- Danny,
1: you didn't believe him when he said it was a uh, a shift in philosophy that he's being coached to throw the ball into 50-50 situations? I don't know what believe to him?
5: believe. Right now the media had their agenda preseason. And what was that? Their agenda was the coaches suck, and when Matt Jones didn't perform, they automatically went to the coaches. I don't know what goes on down there, Andy. You cover the team. What? You tell me. You're I'd like to me push that back that against you. That Jones the... doesn't have the ability to check down to another receiver if if Parker's not open, that he's being forced or deliberately sabotaged by the evil genius Bill Belichick and his coaching staff, which is what the media has inferred. That's what no. they've inferred. And listen no, to the I, excuse making.
1: No one ever inferred that he was uh, intentionally sabotaged. The inference was that Bill's hubris and ego and desire to be surrounded by his guys and yes-men pushed him down a path that was potentially um, a negative for Mac Jones's development. And there's some there's truth in that. I mean, the reality okay. is he took a really? special teams so, coach and a defensive coach and made him the offensive coaching staff. That's we, the reality. Do we have
5: a corroborated testimony from anybody that is, that, that, that was the case?
1: That what was the case?
5: that they were deliberately trying to force Mac Jones to do something that he didn't want to do. Is there, is there testimony on any side? Are you talking about 50, 50 balls? Are you talking about 50,
1: are you talking about 50, 50 balls?
5: I'm talking. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that yeah. And, I mean, uh, just him, just,
1: just him, just, just Mac just telling the us game this
5: plan. But I, I, by saying that it was all the coaches and I'm not saying you're saying that, but the callers call up, the, the Mac people call up and said it was the coaches that sabotaged them, And, you know like like, but Bill's Bill's guy is uh, zappy and he wants him out of there. I don't think so. I think no. it's just the way it happened. The, the quarterback, I would love to see a second season from Mac Jones. Healthy. That leg has got to get better. I don't want to see him like Dan Marino uh, and, and or blood so back foot blood so thrown people. The guy was making bad decisions on the field. It's That's his correct. responsibility. And he was Danny, let me back. ask you this
3: question. Let me ask yes, you this sir? question. It, it, a best case scenario right now, okay, a best case scenario for how this works out, is Bailey Zappi wins tomorrow. Hell, he even wins. I think he should start against the Bears if he gets the win tomorrow to give Mac Jones the maximum amount of time to recover or at least a really healthy month plus to get well from a high ankle sprain. Couldn't the best thing that happens be that the Patriots, instead of going 50-50 balls, instead of being so aggressive, go back to the way they were playing last year but with a better offensive line, better weaponry around them and a smarter more experienced Mac Jones who had a month to sit around study game plans learn from his mistakes couldn't that be the best case scenario for this team
5: yeah but i mean you you're you're equating aggressiveness with 50-50 balls you can go over the middle slant you can you can hit somebody in stride i mean you can break contain break the pocket and then check down like zappi did last week i think he hit henry on two broken plays where he got him wide open you know, six, seven yards down the field, and, and the guy ran for the rest. Why, why, why does why, why aggressive mean 50-50? I mean, it I, mean I, don't, I, don't, I don't equate the two. And, by the way, if, is Matt Jones going to dr- – if he goes out there, is he dressing?
1: Yeah, I think We'll he, find think out tomorrow. Does. It's going to be okay, – so we'll find if out in
5: the morning. Make he, sure you tune in to, he, to Football calls, he, Okay, so, but if he's in uniform, <laughs> you want to talk about a story. If he's in uniform and the other guy starts, that's a story. Because if he mm-hmm. if he's dressed, he
1: should play. I agree with that, but it has that's happened. for the call, before. Danny. Appreciate there are it, examples always. of it. There's examples yep. of it happening before, but I agree with that. If he's healthy enough to dress, if he's healthy enough to go in on the second snap, like say the first snap is a Miles Garrett pass rush, boom, Zappi gets blown up, he has to come out. Mac Jones goes in. If he's healthy enough to go in on the second snap, then I think he should be healthy enough to go in on the first snap. And that's the unknown here. And Bill always falls back on that. You know the medical decision; like it's not a football decision until the medical people tell him he's cleared, he's ready to go. And we always throw out, "Oh, give him an extra week, give him as much time as possible." Well, if you want to give him as much time as possible, don't play him again this season. He'll be fully healthy by next year, right? <laughs> like so. There's there's some medical evaluation when the doctors and trainers... put that on
3: the site. Andy Hart says keep Mac Jones on the bench the rest of the season. <laughs> bench Jones until 2023. <laughs> He'll be fully healthy. Doctor Hart bench Dr. Jones Hart. for 2022. <laughs> That's what my research tells me. If you don't play, you can't get hurt. Matt is on the line. He wants to talk about an X-Factor in tomorrow's game. Ooh, I love a good X-Factor. What up, Matt?
4: Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for
3: taking the call. You betcha, buddy. So, obviously,
5: with uh, Aguilar out, I think the Patriots are going to need more speed. I'd really like to see the X-Factor be Kendrick Bourne. Uh, Get him out of the doghouse, get him going, and see him in some play action. (laughs)
1: yeah I I'm all for Bourne continuing to get reps get chances and we talked about about it a little bit last week um the when Bill said he loves him and he went on that whole thing he's one of our best playmakers and this and that oh my god he loves Kendrick Bourne um I I I was torn as to whether he's fluffing him up for some weird reason some conspiracy theory type reason to trade him get value something like that and I actually saw was it Bill Barnwell um P- proposed a uh change hate of that. scenery trade.
3: Trade proposal. I hate that.
1: Robbie Anderson for Kendrick Bourne. Um
3: I'll do DJ really like Moore for Kendrick Bourne, but hard pass.
1: Oh, DJ Moore for Kendrick Bourne I'd do in a
3: heartbeat. In a draft yeah. pick? Fine. Yesterday.
1: Oh, I would do DJ Moore for Kendrick Bourne and I think you have to send the DJ Moore's That's what i'm receiver saying. than Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: Um I have no now, interest in Robbie Anderson.
1: You, what do
5: you guys think about Taekwon Thornton? Uh, everybody talks about Tyquan Thornton, but mm. my fear with him, and I'm optimistic, he'd be another speed guy downfield in the play action.
3: Mm-hmm. My fear with him, based on his body type, I fear we're looking at L. Johnson 2.0. For, he, yeah, he's I, a little fragile. I was critical of that earlier because he got hurt in the preseason game. But Andy has noted previously that the guy does have moves, the Patriots have him block, that he's not just somebody that they try to get out in space because they know he's fast, but they're feared that he's going to get broken again. Uh I think we're going to see them try to come up with more ways, not just to get him downfield, to get him in space. If you watch his highlights from Baylor, when this guy does an in-cut 10, 12, 15 yards down the field and catches the ball when he's about to get into second or third gear, watch out. I mean, he has a next level of speed that we haven't seen around here in a long, long time. Well, since Bethel.
1: Bethel was the fastest receiver I've ever seen on a Patriots roster. And the difference is, that Tyquan Thornton is light years more well-rounded, has light year better hands and light years better route running than Bethel Johnson could have ever dreamed of having. So I, I don't think there's any comparison there. And the Fitzies of the world who were worried that he's frail and he's always going to be hurt because of the Deet. collarbone, mm-hmm. clearly the Patriots don't worry about that
3: because they got him his butt back on the field as quickly as they possibly could. I know, six weeks, the, the low end of uh, the time it would take to heal up after he had surgery to repair the fracture in his clavicle, and I'll say this before we go to break, we'll come back, we'll clean up the calls wrap it up before Bradfoe show at 4 if they're going to get Kendrick Bourne involved, Andy, we talked about it on the Six Rings podcast, if you don't already subscribe please do rate, review, share it with your friends and give us a follow on all the socials at Six Rings Pod if there's going to be a week you get Kendrick Bourne more involved, it is tomorrow because we do not know who the backup to Ramondre Stevenson who we expect to see a healthy dose of Tomorrow, We don't know who that backup running back is. Kevin Harris was signed from the practice squad to the active 53-man uh, game day roster. Is he actually activated tomorrow? There's a chance. So you could potentially have Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, and Ramondre all active tomorrow with Ramondre, you know, getting the entirety or the majority of the load and those guys spelling him. Or there could be breaking case of emergency or injury. Give Kendrick the, in the ball. Like, give him three to five handoffs. Get him in space. Put the ball in his hand and let him make plays. The kid's dynamite. That's what All I'm
1: saying. All we are saying is give Kendrick the
3: ball. All right. I hate to have to throw the commercial on that <laughs> musical note, but that's there's not much more I can do, folks. Dr. Hart and Fitz will be back with the final thoughts on the game tomorrow. We'll make a prediction. We'll take your calls. And then it's Brad Faux Show at four. Thanks for listening to us here on
2: W E E I. WEI, we are right back to Fitzy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app.
4: All right,
3: just a couple more minutes until Brad Bow show. been a fun six-ring Saturday here with Fitzy and Hart, getting you guys ready for Pats at Brownies tomorrow. Let's take one last call. We got Bill on the Bailey Zappi story is this Coach Belichick. <laughs>
5: hey, Bill. Hey, guys. How are you? You know, Thanks i, I got to say, I always, I always love following our cousin from Quincy. Um, you know, <laughs> i, I got to tell you, in the short sampling that I've seen from both Mac Jones, and I do emphasize that, and Bailey Zappi, and again, short sampling, mm-hmm. the one thing I noticed the difference is Mac tends to retreat more. Where Bailey, I notice steps up more. So when I feel like Max getting pressure, he he t- tries to scramble out. Where Bailey, I, I just see his first step is to step up into it, which I appreciate. And I'll just leave you with this: zappity do da, zappity a. <laughs> my oh my, it's a Bailey zappity day. <laughs>
3: Bye. Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> zappity doo dah, zappity yay My oh my, Sunday could be a Bailey zappy day. How about that, Andy? I kind of, uh, maybe I've noticed that Bailey zappy does step into it a little bit better, whereas Mac Jones kind of, I'm not going to say cowers, but does sort of like backfoot it a little bit, or you know doesn't. There, there have been some times. I think. I think we all noticed it most obviously in that Raiders preseason game where there were a couple of throws where he scooted to the outside through a pick, uh, ran into sacks a couple of times, did not, um, you know, didn't, 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 uh, find the sweet spot in the protection and, you know, oddly rolled into some issues. And I know that was preseason. They were going to run whatever they wanted to run. Um, and they didn't game plans. Sp- they weren't game plans specific, but, um, have you noticed that to a certain degree in any of your watches or rewatches of the games thus far?
1: Well, I noticed it in camp. This was the root of me saying it looked better when Bailey Zappi was out there. Mac was affected by the pass rush, the reads, he would freak out, to, to for lack of a better word. He would freak out a little bit and scramble around and run and point. Whereas Zappi tended to get rid of the ball, keep his eyes down the field, go through his reads, like look like a more traditional pocket quarterback. So now I will say it's still a, a tremendously small sample size. And Mack has been hit more than Bailey Zappi's been hit in the NFL. Mac has played behind Isaiah Wynn more than Bailey Zappi has in the NFL. And, you know, I, I'm laughing about it because we always talk about guys get um, beat up and it affects them. Uh, David Carr was the example in Houston oh, he got sacked guy's and career was league. over before right. it
3: began and
1: I think Drew in the back end of Drew's career was from taking so many hits it altered the way he played and saw the field and I don't know that it's probably too soon to say Mac has been beat up but he's taken some hits and I think there's a growing process there trust in the offensive line in the pocket and learning to step up and deal with it and zappy hasn't had a ton of huge hits yet so maybe that's an advantage or maybe it is part of their skill set i mean we can sort of observe that as it moves forward here but going back to the practice field i do think zappy is just more comfortable
3: looking at times wouldn't that be something if you said john who smith takes over and it doesn't work john o. smith season you did say mac jones won last year so you're were, so we're we're nailed batting, it yeah uh, you're one for two there. You said Barmore was going to take over this year. Uh, hasn't quite happened much. yet. However, it's getting double teamed a lot. Go check the tape. I just told you that last week. But if you but if you nail Zappy, imagine that. Imagine you. You said it this this preseason during training camp. Whatever we're sitting on the media hill, like Zappy looks the best. I'm like, oh come on now, hot stop it please. And now I'll tell you what I look, see.
1: You you this. also left out the original. The original four years ago, August. That Jacoby Myers would have a much longer and much more productive career than Nik- Nikhil Harry would ever think of having.
0: Oh, so you're yeah.
3: you're playing with house money. You're up on the year. Nice, nailed that one. Yeah, you did. I think he's going to be. It was huge obvious tomorrow. to everybody. Okay. Except Bill. what do we got? We got to wrap up in a minute here, guy. Um, I know what you predicted for a final score on the Six Rings Pod. I'm curious. Uh, if you still feel the same way or you would like to amend your prediction before we wrap it, pass it to Brad Foe, and then say see you tomorrow on the Six Rings postgame show.
1: I have amended. I'm doing like those betting lines that give out both bets and various calls on throughout the country. I, uh, I've i come to my senses. I am not picking Bill Belichick to lose in Cleveland a week after picking him to lose to Dan Campbell and Jared Goff. Even though I have fears about Zappi, if he plays that maybe the the wheels could fall off, you know, the pumpkin could be back, turns to midnight... Um, Injuries on the Browns are affecting me. But if you get Lawrence Guy back, that'll help the run defense. Uh, I'm going to say a close one. I'm going to say 20 to 17 Patriots. But I think this is going to be a dogfight in the dog pound.
3: Yes, I agree. I also have it a field goal game. Patriots 23, Browns 20. The Patriots, as I just learned from at Retro Patriots, are tied 13-13 and 13 in history versus the Browns. Let's uh, break that tie in favor of the Foxborough faithful tomorrow. Bill Belichick, 8-2 all-time against the Browns while coaching for the Patriots, 7-3 against the spread. For those of you who know what I'm talking about and love whenever Al Michaels covers the wagering side of life. Good job, Stanley Bruno This is Grimey, our producer today. Thank you very much for the callers of WEI. Good job, Jumbo. I will see you tomorrow for the Six Rings game show enjoy the rest of your saturday it's a beautiful saturday it's a wonderful day for sports good night god bless take care of yourselves brad foe
0: show is next here on weei
5: to hot Talk to hot
0: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours